You're all kind of packed into like the back of these. It's like they're not trucks; they're they're boats, right? Like it's a sand boat um, moving over. And uh, Protectorate Affairs has selected this one for a quote random screening. And the um, you can hear up front, Allison is like arguing with them, like it's all in order. You come on, you're you're messing with our timetable here we need to get in there the the ship's supposed to embark in 15 minutes um but it seems like it's not working uh terribly well so you're in a desperate position to try and uh push forward to to make it all the way to the dock so what are you gonna do does anyone else want to chime in or do you want me to just keep running my silver tongue Wait, so we are in, we are like smuggled into the sand boat. Yep. With the meat. <laughs> oh, we're going to They are, they are checking this boat or trying to check this boat. And Allison is at the front of the boat trying yep. to convince them not to check the boat. Exactly. So what we could do is while they're checking the boat, we could like try to scurry across while they're <laughs> like looking and try to be in the spots where they're not looking. <laughs> well, and we also have, what's our heat right now here? What uh, order are we in? You are in, I think it's, uh, let me look real quick. Suida is in the Fulmer ward along with Dime. Uh-uh. If your heat is four or less, you get plus one D to deceive people when you pass yourselves off as ordinary citizens. Mm. So we're just catching so a ride. We have that. Yeah, we're just we ordinary citizens inside the, the cargo locker. bay of <laughs> inside a meat we're, locker. Yeah, we're workers catching a ride back. Ooh, and I it's like air conditioned, air conditioned in a little meat locker. So. Oh. It That's why we're hot. hanging out there. Yeah, <laughs> we could try that. Yeah, you would. You would have the plus one D. So what? It would be plus one D to what? Sway. Uh, chances are. I mean, it it depends on the way you go about it. But usually, when you're lying to somebody, you're swaying them. Yeah. Yeah, I have one in sway, so that would bring it up to two. And I do have stress to push myself. And we have gambits. Mm-hmm. And it could be a group activity, group group thing. <laughs> but I don't know if that would be very good, but it would uh, make sense. Looking at my stats, probably not the best. <laughs> but I mean, it would make for an interesting if it's a group outcome. Activity, if it's a group activity, the person leading the group only takes stress for whoever fails. That's right. So... Oh, that's true. I mean, I'm decent at swaying. I'm pretty stressed out, but at least it means I might not fail. And if we get plus 1D to deceive people, does everybody get plus 1D? <laughs> that's one of the kind of screwy things about uh, group roles. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess so. Yeah. I'm willing to lead it. We can try it. All right. Uh, Sounds just... like a good plan. All right. I guess we're following Augustine's lead. Mary, nice. don't you do you have something for group roles? No, that's just for setups. That's not for group roles. Who? Me? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's only if I set up or assist. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you can all make a, a group sway here to just, you know, um, basically, you know, you're passing yourself off as the crew, like, oh, come on, like, we've really, we're, we're really out of time, a strict timeline here, like, like, yeah, we're, 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 we're all ready to go, that's why we're here, you know, we need to unload it real fast. Um, so, everybody give me a desperate standard cons- uh, sway with one bonus die. Oh. Apparently I fibbed and I am not as good at swaying as I thought, but at least I have <laughs> one point in it. If we're all rolling desperate standard, do we all get <laughs> Do you all get experience XP? for this? <laughs> yes, this is getting increasingly screwy, but why not? <laughs> with a bonus die, right? Yep. Yes, with a bonus. I will keep this in <laughs> mind. Oh, okay, so we got a five so far. So Okay. Two fives. Yep. Five is the end result. Um, but Augustine, you will suffer. Let's see. Two. One, two, two stress. Two. Yep. Two stress. Okay. Same as pushing myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, uh, Augustine. Okay. So. And we gave everyone XP. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's that really was screwy. <laughs> that was our free XP round. <laughs> don't don't. If you try to start farming XP off of a desperate group of rules, <laughs> I, I will account for that. I'm just saying that right now. Um, <laughs> let's see. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. Okay. Uh, so I think the serious complication here is the one you're talking to, um, is like, all right, all right, all right, fine, go through, go through, and just kind of waves. But you can tell that, like, their, their partner is kind of, like, looking at your, your face, Augustine, is like, where do I know them from? (laughs) Um, Where do you know us from? (laughs) (laughs) And that is, is the serious complication. You can uh, roll to resist that if you want. It's this uh, recognition from the uh, the other partner oh, yeah. person. I'll, I'll, I'll roll. Okay. That's, that's no issue. Pocket sand. Six. You're so damn. You're resolvy. Look at you. <laughs> Look at I got that. one in every. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so, nice. so yeah. Um, you see that person, like their eyes start to narrow um and then you know you um you probably like turn your back just in time and you're like throwing up your hands like all right everybody come on load back in where we've got we lost five minutes already and then you know they give you that like leo dicaprio like squinty look for a second and then they just (laughs) they just shake it off they're like "Eh." i couldn't be they wouldn't be that (laughs) They they wouldn't be trying to sneak in Past our checkpoint in the back of a truck. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) Why would we ever do something so foolish? (laughs) It's like, Uh, no, they wouldn't wear that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, like, Aller and Affy were just back there, like, sweating bullets. This is not what they do. (laughs) (laughs) They're not used to our our particular flavor of hijinks. (laughs) They're both like you know kneeling down, like saying their prayers, like their little like holdout blasters, like your caster pistols. Like okay, 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 we can do this, we can do this. And you, you come back, and absolutely nothing's gone wrong. And they're like, oh, wow, 
Yeah, you, you, you guys do this for a living, don't you? Okay, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> well, um, I just really love that like we could have reassured them, like, look, if the lying doesn't work, the the magical Augustine spice drugs certainly will. <laughs> <laughs> or like I could just hit them. That is true. Like you could just knock them out. Then at least they'd be looking for us. But this mm. way, thankfully, they won't be looking for us. Yep. Yeah. But we always have backups, non-lethal backups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the yeah, the PAs wave you up forward. Um, and uh, yeah, they're they're like customs officers. Basically, their job was to make sure that people aren't sneaking into Puerto Fifteen without you know paying their customs. Um, and, they did uh, a good job. Yeah, good good job, <laughs> folks. Um, About as uh, good as any government official. I'm sorry, government officials. Please don't be angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Gadget, you you know what Puerto 15 looks like, and it's actually quite a bit. I think it's probably grown up even more since the last year time you were here. Uh, you know, like more shops have been added, like more you know pilings have been dropped into the sands to like expand the 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 docks. Um, but then they're, they're not really being used as docks in many cases, you know, it's just like more, more, uh, retail or conference space, uh, uh, business space. Um, and it's, it's busy. Like there's sand ships docked around. You can see in the distance, there's uh sky ships, kind of, uh, a bunch of sky ships kind of landing, uh, letting off passengers and, you know, kind of being, uh, directed off towards more permanent docking. Uh, basically, like you know, the important folks who are attending this exposition have their their pilots take care of it for them. Um, and you can get back to the back of the uh, exposition center. Let's see, what is the exposition center actually? I think it's. Didn't we talk about there being like an old uh, Children of the Wire like? That was the center of that was the pyramid in the middle, right? No, well, mm-hmm. Yes, that too. But I I feel like we talked about um, when we were talking about Puerto Fifteen that there was some like old Children of the Wire like structures or churches or something that are um, being purpose for commercial purposes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the heart of Sandfish Wharf. Street engineers calling burnt oils and mechanical grease. It still has a claustrophobic feeling, even though you're out in the open. Um, and yeah, I think it's in kind of like a retrofitted, uh, children of the wire, um, like the, the, it was kind of like a a chapel probably, and it's been expanded quite a bit since then, but like kind of sticking with the children of the wire motifs. So there's like a lots of, you know, exposed, um, nuts and bolts. So you can kind of appreciate the craft of the structure. Um, and that is where this exposition is being held. Uh, and they'll they'll pull you up to basically like the service docks behind it so that you can just uh, unload all of your stuff real quick. Um, and yeah, Allison will wave you off and say, well, good luck in there. Thank you. We appreciate it. And Augustine will <laughs> tip tip his head as she drives off. All right. Thank yep. you, Augustine's not daughter. <laughs> 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 and Allers, or Affie's like god damn it I was going to give them a business card <laughs> we, st- we still got to get out of here right yeah we can drop it off on the way out right <laughs> that's a good point 
I hadn't even thought about that. And Effie, like, clearly, like, a little bit of panic crosses over her eyes. And Ella just puts a hand on her shoulder is like, one step at a time, sis. Um, <laughs> Look, we're really good at smuggling lots of things. If we were able to smuggle ourselves and a whole lot of meat in here, we can smuggle <laughs> you guys out. I mean, we're all just meat. <laughs> uh, we are all just meat, aren't we? So you uh, you can start loading in through the back. Uh, Eller and Effie know roughly where they're supposed to go. Um, you know, they they ask a few people on the way in and just say, like, yeah, we're, we're the caterers. Um, where are we going? Uh, and they get pointed in the right direction. And, yeah, you can, you can start setting up. I think there's probably, like, kind of a, what is it, like a atrium? Yeah, there's like an atrium in the building that you're like setting up your your buffet at. Um, and as you're walking in, you're seeing, you know, people dressed in, in nice clothes. Looks like deals are being made. You know, people have uh, like little booths around. Well, is going to remember that after we make it out of this, we need to have a talk with Aller and Anthe. Except this is obviously a fancy shindig, like a nice little soiree. There are definitely probably higher-ups with some control over protectorate affairs who want to eat this delicious food who should have been able to grease some palms so that they could have brought this in there. If you kind of bring that up to them now, then they'll say, well, uh, we might have told them that, you know, we'd be able to get it in without any problem. We're professionals, you know. Fake it till you make it is what I'm telling you, Quell. People get it in without problem by having the people with the power grease palms to get things in. <laughs> well, this, I mean, we're not being paid by particular affairs, we're being paid by Azimuth Distribution, and they have kind of a strained relationship. So uh, they well, just wanted sense, us then. to keep a, you know, a low profile. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I see. I get it. I get it. But uh, yeah, you know, Augustine is selling lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and Cole kind of glances over her shoulder at the captain. Mm-hmm. He's probably just chatting with some passerbys as they eye the food and what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think what I'm going to do here is I'll start a six o'clock just to represent, you know, you successfully completing the service. Um, but like, while keeping in mind that like, just the simple act of serving food isn't necessarily always going to be that risky, but like, if you want to do anything else while you're here with all of these like important people and deals being made, like there might be, you know, some risk there. So, so do we have a sense of what the roles are that need to be filled? Is it? Is it just that we all need to be walking around smiling and carrying platters of, you know, garlic snake knot tongues or, <laughs> you know, and little like shots of, of milk, bear milk? Or uh, are we, is there, are there other roles? Is there like, do we need like a host slash hostess? Do we need someone actually doing the cooking? What are we looking at? I think, uh, yeah, you definitely could use uh, somebody helping out Aller and Affy with the cooking. You, you should probably have a few people just walking around, um, you know, serving the the, the, the canapes, canapes. Um, 
Are we all wearing cute uniforms? I want a cummerbund. I would like a cummerbund. Is that part of my uniform? Uh, I don't know if Aller and Effie were prepared to outfit you with cummerbunds, but <laughs> if we wanted to uh, say that you acquired an asset at some point <laughs> to all have like little uniforms ready, um, <laughs> you, you could flashback to that. I mean, I have the option for fine clothes in my items. Yeah, you're set. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's just not a... steal one off of somebody else's cummerbund. Well, <laughs> you want me to pick pocket someone's cummerbund? I think they notice. Well, I mean, could could we flashback because this isn't Augustine's been smuggling for a while, and mm-hmm. apparently it's Augustine's ship. Um, <laughs> by the sounds of it. He he would have a variety of clothes for different types of smuggling missions. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's probably a closet somewhere that can be perused by the crew to find like what to, they want. To imagine it's like a dress-up closet and that you've yeah. got things in there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why do you have like a pilgrim's bonnet? in here what were you smuggling (laughs) well that's a story for another time (laughs) (laughs) oh no Um, okay but there's that would be fantastic dress up chest myriad pulls out these like leopard print (laughs) skin tight pants augustine what are these? <laughs> oh, those bring back memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, I think, you know, uh, August, fashionable Augustine, you could all find something in there. It's not going to look anything like a complete standard uniform for all of you, but it could be more than just like your traveling clothes. Oh, no. We're gonna look like those those lost boys from the Robin Williams Peter Pan movie. Let's just oh, start God. shouting bangerang right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to that one. Let's I, go. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what's the best way to make an interesting challenge of catering an event in Scum and Villainy. <laughs> but I'll get there, don't worry. <laughs> well, while you're thinking about that, Augustine, seeing all of these, you know, higher ups and all their finery talking, making deals, goes over to Gadget. Mm. It's like, I know you're not a peep person. But you like your information. Yes, go on. You know, if you were to go around handing out all the food, it'd be the perfect opportunity to listen in and study on what might be going on. How many of them would recognize you, Gadget? Is what I want to know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Gadget's family is... Uh... Or the folks that Gadget hung out with before. I don't know how many of them would be here. It would, it would all depend on the results of the roll. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't just go out in public if we're undercover. Going, first of all, going under a completely different Elias. 
gadget never heard of her sounds cool uh sounds like a cool person that i'd like to meet but today my name's rita um that's right oh so ooh, in that oh. chest chest of dress-up clothing that you apparently keep <laughs> augustine um do you have masquerade masks we could this is a soiree we could be the masked servers <laughs> <laughs> it's like a business exposition, but yeah, why not? <laughs> sure. There's something for every occasion. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> I like to imagine we might pull out some things where Augusta would be like, oh, uh, that goes in a different chest. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuzzy handcuffs. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is a really cool harness. When did you use this, Gustin? <laughs> We're going to set that one aside. That's for uh, mountain climbing. <laughs> oh, you remember Thula back on Gypsum Heights? Oh. <laughs> Legendary tea parties. Oh, my goodness. Swanky. <laughs> The swanky spank. I'm sorry. I gotta stop. It's out of control. <laughs> um, all right. So I think yeah, people are people are milling by. Um, there's uh, let's see. Um, I think you probably you probably recognize some of them, uh, Augustine. Um, there's some movers and shakers here. Uh, at one point you see, uh, Duke Morningfitch, who is the, uh, the head of the, of Azimuth Distribution. I think you also see, just on the list of who's who here, you see your old friend Vert Stuker, who hasn't seemed to recognize you yet, um, just hasn't, hasn't stopped by the buffet yet. Um, let's see. Would anybody else interesting be here? Oh, um... Uh, you don't see, you see, uh, some people who look familiar. You probably don't know them by name, but they look like they're the crew that often would run with, um, oh God. Uh, what are, what are the purple triplets names? Uh, Inishir, Inishman, and Inishmore. Okay. So let's say Inishman. Yeah, because Inishir was at Partial Cloudy. Yep. On on Dime. So you see, like, uh, probably Inishman's uh, lieutenant in the crowd. You haven't seen Inishman yet, though. Okay. Wait. So one of the the, the purple triplets, the like, of which one of them made us haul those bricks around? Yep. Well, I can't complain too much. I mean, that is how I made friends with B Brick. (laughs) <laughs> and remind me, what was an issue? Where did I have to take the the shipment? They just wanted you. Uh, wait, Inish man. Which what were Inish? What were Inishir's pronouns? Um, uh, he him. Inishir was he him. Uh, yeah, he just said he wanted you to hold on to him for a while too, because okay. like they were, it was like a hot commodity, you know. Okay. And that, uh, you know, you could uh, get, get in, they'd be in touch, basically. 
to to take him off you. So yeah, you could definitely try to hit up Inishman to to see if hey, can we offload this this stuff already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Aller and Effie are, are busily setting things up. Um, you know, popping open their little canned heats, uh, beginning to prepare the charcuterie boards. Uh, what are you folks doing? Well, I'm thinking about where I would be most helpful because Quell is like, okay, our primary goal here is to complete this catering event without totally screwing it up. Mm-hmm. Right? Primary goal one. We also have a bunch of wealthy and connected individuals here who, you know, hold sway. So making connections here might be great. And three, we're trying to avoid being arrested by protector affairs, right? (laughs) Are are those our primary goals? Yep. You haven't seen, uh, once you got past the PA customs, you haven't seen uh, really any protector affairs in here. They uh, like they're not uh, they're not really cops, right? They're mm-hmm. they're there to uh, get their taxes and get paid. They don't like try to do like law and order stuff on on Landbergs. You know, and we're oh, what were you saying? We're still in a desperate position, right? No, you got past that desperate position. Okay, so back to standard. Yeah, but well, has this are. idea, like. Quell has been thinking, and, you know, usually Quell would be like, well, I guess I can try to use my attune, which is, like, one of the few things I'm actually decent at, to try to, like, cook better, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know, use the little canned heat more effectively. Uh But I think at this point, too, Quell Quell started to explore a little bit with her... um, with her attunement and with her, her way abilities. Mm-hmm. And Quell's like, you know, what gets people, you know, what tends to make a situation nice is a little social, social lubrication. Um, I wonder if I could somehow use my attune to gently nudge the emotional environment of the room. I'm not talking like brainwashing people, but just like you just like, you know how like the right music, the right ambiance can set a a mood. I'm wondering if just like by attuning to the emotional currents of the room, there could be a way to ever so slightly zhuzh them in a direction where people are feeling good and feeling comfortable and enjoying themselves. I mean, that's how it works in The Sims, so... <laughs> I like this idea. Um, I feel like this is kind of pushing a tune more in, like, a psychically direction than, like, a connecting mm. with spirits direction. That is, is there a true. way we could reframe it in more of a connecting with spirits direction? Let me think. Uh, well, yes. I mean, well, one, like, side dancing would be straight up mind control but that's on one person. And I don't want to spend a whole lot of stress um, trying to bump it up to, oh, it does say it works on a small group. Um, But I think that if we wanted to do it not in a side dancing direction, but more in like a purely attuning with spirits direction, Mm -hmm. Quell has been like expanding her vision of what spirits might be. 
in the sense that initially she was like, oh, spirits seem to be connected with nature and like uh, the land and spaces. And then Quell's like, oh, well, there's, you know, there's clearly uh, spirits in urban places too, like C laughs. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, there might be spirits in machines because see gadget. And now Quell's like, do people have spirits? Does this whole environment have a spirit? Like, could I connect with the spirit of this space or with the spirit of like the group? Like now she's moving in kind of like an egregore thought construct fashion of like, can I like judge the, the, the spirit of the environment or the spirit of the social group to like help put everyone at ease? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can, you can try, you can try to like reach out to, um, kind of like the embodiment of the region around you and see what happens. You know what? Why not? I think that it's an adventure either way, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Risky standard. I think it's just a straight up a tune roll, right? Yep. All right. you want a devil's bargain. I'm doing, well, tell me what devil's bargain might be. I think the devil's bargain would be a point of heat because um, people might take notice that like, because you're not just like totally silent when you're attuning usually, like usually you take out your little offerings and whatnot. um, And, you know, somebody might pick up on that and find it a little odd. Okay. Uh, I think I'm not, what were you going to say, Augustine? Slash I was just going to read Mind that once, if we take another heat while in the system, we will lose that plus one die. Yeah. And also lose a downtime activity. Absolutely. And I definitely was taking that into account. So I think I'm, I'm not going to take that bargain right now because okay. that would, that would mess us up. Um, so I'm going to do a risky standard, a tune roll. Um, and like, it might just look like her kind of like leaning against a wall for a second and like just kind of like, you know, if you weren't looking closely, she just looked like she was taking a quick breather. But maybe, you know, she's like p- putting her hands on the wall and like opening her consciousness and like sinking it down through like the, oh, this is going to get weird too because we're in a children in the wire space. Like sinking it into like the walls and down into like the foundation and the sands beneath. Um, and it's just trying to make it a pleasant environment. And I guess you could see that almost as like a setup role for any schmoozing later, because if people are feeling good and they're feeling comfortable, right, they're mm-hmm. more likely to be open to whoever's talking to them. Sure. All right. So risky, standard, no bonus dice. Oh, oh my no. god. Oh, a one, a one, and a three. It's because it didn't start with a B. Yeah. It did not. <laughs> oh no. Quell, you know this. I only attuned super well a B. <laughs> if we were on Boobita, I'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's our X-rated show that we play on alternate weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to sign up to our OnlyFans to hear about our exploits on Boobita. <laughs> Boobita. <laughs> Uh, okay so let's see on a risky 
things go badly, you suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a desperate position, you lose this on opportunity. A three? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one to three is a failure. Four to five is a mixed success, and six is oh, a success. Man. Quell's trying so hard. This is kind of a weird place. She can feel it's a weird place, this children in the wire place. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily bad, just different. I think um, I am going to start another clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that just represents... Hmm. My first instinct is the party's ruined. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And just have like V two racing clocks. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Um, Tell me, I'm not going to be the only one to add to this. The party's ruined clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and since it was desperate, I'm going to put uh, three it ticks on desperate. it. It, it was risky. risky. It was risky. Thank you. Uh, so I'll put two ticks on it. Um, and yeah, I think what this looks like is you are affecting the vibe. But what the vibe looks like is you know. You, you kind of bring the spirits forth and the spirits are a little annoyed with these jerks, uh, especially because, you know, this used to be like an old children of the wire space and it seemed like oh, they, maybe they liked it a little bit more that way. Um, oh, so, so what this looks like is this looks like little like floorboards creaking up to trip people um <gasps> as with like a little crab underneath, like, you know, with like a little ang- shaking a little angry crab, crab pincer, a wood crab. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, you know. I, I might have screwed this up, Captain. <laughs> I'm not going to explicitly say that, but I have to wonder with Captain being a, a little bit in the attune if they're going to be like. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah, this isn't Quell being bad at attuning. This is Quell just not accounting for the spirits, maybe not wanting to help this party go off without a hitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, but you know what this now sets up is what if, you know, because they, they like the Children in the Wire space, maybe this will help, like, activate Gadget somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the Gadget sleeper cell is going to be uh, And, yeah, you can, you can hear, like, even the folks who aren't aware of the spirits, like, uh, beginning this way like Aller and Affy they probably don't even see the spirits um but they're like wait that's a it's kind of, there's kind of a bad vibe in here all of a sudden like uh we should we should hurry up with the with the uh the snake tongue not or wait the cougar snake, Is cougar that what snake, snake? Like, we should yeah. hurry up with the cougar snake tongues those are always a crowd cloud for the crowd pleaser at least that's what the book said um <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> can, can, can somebody give me a give me a hand with this? Myriad like pulls out a platter and is like ready to serve the cougar snake tongue and has another platter with like a uh, armadillo bear milk and is like ready to pass out <laughs> everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not Myriad's like pass not out. Ready pass to... out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pass out the food. <laughs> All right. Myriad. But it's like, uh, yeah, you're right. These vibes are wrong. <laughs> And real These quick, are good before, vibes you, food. <laughs> before you go and serve the food, I'm going to sprinkle, pull out some of my spices and sprinkle it on the hors d'oeuvres. Okay, so you're using, <laughs> you're using that acid here. That makes sense. Um, yeah, my luxury items. So ordinarily, I think this would have been... Like, this is actually a roll now, because you don't want to get tripped by these asshole floorboard crabs. 
um, <laughs> while you're serving this stuff. Um, so it would have been risky standard, but with the with the spices on there, it could be risky great. Uh, well, I, I, depending on what you're rolling, I, I, I should not uh, set the position in effect before I know what action you're taking. I was going to scramble with these trays uh, yes, and try that's... to like dance around the room um, and be entertaining about it. Ooh, nice. Very elegant. Yep. Um, that would that would be a risky rate. I would, I would oh not God. describe Myriad as elegant. Um, <laughs> would you myriad, be able to, oh my myriad gosh, could hobbles. you spin the platter? <laughs> could you spin the platter on your cane? You know what? We'll we'll see how well this goes. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll spin the platter on my cane. Um, we'll find out. Is All this... Right. Uh, risky great scramble. Let's see. Do you do you want a devil's bargain, or are you just gonna go? Um, I won't do a devil's bargain. Okay. We'll just see how this goes. Not not bad. No, no, not bad. Five. We got a five. A five. So I think um, uh, I am going to go ahead and ratchet up catered three times. Um, you're. What, what this looks like is it's kind of a little bit of both. Uh, catered goes up to three, but the party is ruined goes up to four, too, because the crabs see what you're doing and they don't like it. <laughs> no, stop! <laughs> so, like, you're feeding people, they're happy, but also, like, it, it, basically everywhere you're not going, like, the, the mood of the party is turning sour. So, oh, no. uh, and no. you can resist that if you want, like, like normal. Um um, no, I respect the crabs. <laughs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> that's, that's just, you know, that's, that's like an Arbolan thing. I respect the spirits, mm-hmm. um, you know, but like, also I'm going to try to do my best to keep the people happy. Mm-hmm. So these are racing clocks right now, and basically whichever one fills up first dictates like the overall outcome. And the party's ruined is a little bit closer because we've had two failures toward it. But catered, Myriad did a great job, is almost halfway full now. So Wait, hold on and refresh me. What were the two failures we've had so far? Uh, was the Attune failure. That was one. Yes. And then the mixed success of the... Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have said a failure. The mixed success means bad things happen as well as good things. Uh. Got so it. okay yeah oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we need to make sure we don't fail this party <laughs> does gadget want to do something gadget, gadget does want to do something augustine told gadget blah 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 please set up listing devices for all the hoity-toity guests and blah 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 you're not great at people so get the f out of here all right, that's exactly what he said, word for word. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, so Gadget's looking around. This is a retrofitted Children of the Wire temple, right? There's yep. going to be a lot of cool stuff to work with here. So I'm thinking about rigging up some listing devices. And if the guests here at this party choose to not look underneath their tables to inspect whether that chewed gum is actually, in fact, chewed gum and not a listening bug, that's their problem, not mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so let's see, setting up... So if you're trying to do it surreptitiously, if you're trying to do it without anybody noticing, that's probably, like, skulk, right? But if you're just, like... 
if you're sneaking them into the centerpieces or something, that might be something else. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different approaches you can take for this. Hmm. I'm just imagining Gadget just crawling around on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, hold on. I'm just yeah, putting skulking. gum under the table. Not really her style. She's not, Gadget's not here to earn tips. So if they think that she's just a really crappy server, I mean, that's not going to bother her reputation at all. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I'd like um, our goal here is to rig up a listening device and mm-hmm. just not even try to hide it. Because like, like it's like when you try to hide eating chips and you eat it quieter and you just bring more attention to yourself than just straight up eating chips out of a bag. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing. We're, we're going straight on. <laughs> We're not being subtle about this because that's just not how Gadget rolls. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Um, So I think this is risky, probably. And I'm Mm going to tell you right now, the effects of this aren't going to go toward catered. But good things (laughs) could still happen. You know, like you could find out cool stuff. All right. Wait, we got other caterers. That's okay. We need need to plant some listening devices. Get some dirt. I'm sorry, you said risky... Can I assist? Sure, what are you doing to help? <laughs> I I planted the seed for Gadget to go and try and gather information. Mm-hmm. And I see Gadget going off to do that not the way I would have. <laughs> yeah, just like pulling the spy tools out of her out her out of her bug out bag and being like, okay, well, uh, let's see, I got five of these and I can put one on each table uh, in a grid pattern. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to uh, go and talk up the guests and try to distract okay. the gadget. Uh, and I I do have fine clothes. Nice. Uh, from my item so so this is if you're talking people up uh it's probably like a, this is a setup role um and you're consorting it sounds like sure and you can choose whether you want to give in, improved position or improved effect on gadgets uh risky standard but obviously you need to you need to see if you succeed first so yeah uh and it's risky standard for me uh, for you, I mean, like, what's, I think, I think it's um, controlled standard for you. Like, the worst that would happen is you, like, you know, commit a slight faux pas. I think, I think it's just controlled. Okay. And fine items give me an extra die, right? No, they increase your effect. Effect. So, so it would be... Controlled great, as you schmooze. A four and a three. Okay. So I think you do set up successfully. Uh, are you going to give Gadget better effect or better position? Position. Okay, so controlled standard? Yeah. Okay, and the effect that's unfolding for you is uh, Vert notices you. Okay. Your old pal Vert Stuker, who you last saw on the Landberg when you uh, on the uh, Dig 112 uh and he picks up his martini glass and he makes a beeline over to you <laughs> yes my frenemy yep your your old frenemy vert uh, you could try to resist that if you want oh yeah it's resolve i'll always resist resolve Ooh. okay take so you'll two stress t- take two stress yep and uh you can tell that like vert is kind of removing himself from one group 
and like is going to turn around and look for new people to schmooze with and like ideally you know improve his career options with and uh you gracefully manage to kind of insert yourself into a different group in time before he uh joins your circle because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like ugh, that guy um all right so you now have a controlled standard gadget all right um are we rigging this up or am i skulking uh i mean you're not trying to be sneaky about it so Correct. it's uh, yeah it's it's rig could you at least, if they catch you, lie and say you were fixing a table that had, like, a loose bolt? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you good at lying? <laughs> I think that's what, made, that's what made manifest so far. <laughs> it's more about quantity over the quality of my lies. Um, <laughs> in addition to being set up, could I also push myself? Oh, yeah, totally. All right, I'd like to push myself to increase the effect. Okay, that's up to great. And yeah, you have gambits to spend. You have devil's bargains. Mm, this is a clock that is not on the table, so I won't get my extra die. All right. Let's do this. Cool. Nice. All right, you got a six on a controlled great. So yeah, I think um, you listen in um, and you hear... Uh, a conversation between Duke Morning Fitch um, and let's see. Uh, I think it's probably of, well, you actually don't recognize the voices uh, gadget, but you hear that. Um, I'll give you a couple things. Let's actually start with a different one. So I have more time to think about another one. The first one you hear about is a few uh, Azure Empire fleet folks. Um, Probably uh, Vert is one of them, and they're kind of like, they've got their own little table, they're speaking in hushed voices, and they're like, the first one's like, well, you know, uh, we can't let that, uh, someone making an attempt on the Empress's life stand. And the other one's like, wait, that that wasn't just a rumor? And the first one's like, no, no, not at all. Um, It was was the launch of her new flagship ship. New flagship. Um... (laughs) uh there was grand grand gala even nicer than this of course um but right in the middle of it a bunch of flying figures and strange dark armor attacked uh seems like she got away scot-free but um no no we've we've moved up our timeline since then and the other one's like well my god i certainly hope so they'll we'll make them regret it and the other one says indeed and then they clink glasses um and let's say let's see uh what else because you got a great result i should give you i think you also hear yeah this is how you hear about um the ascending fortress uh at another table oh i think another one of the people who's here is uh four gasket and you recognize four gasket's voice um and she's talking about, uh, she's talking with another voice you don't recognize about, um, well, that that temple, we've been trying to get into it for a while with some local cooperation that's the, the upswell, I think they call it around here, finally cracked open part of it. Uh, we're, we're putting together some teams to head in. I uh, think some local folks are already checking it out, but haven't gotten any results yet. And they say a few of them have gone missing, so we're trying not to rush too much. 
Uh, and the other the other voice says, "Well, uh, you can always count on us for whatever uh, support, supplies or support you might need for." And Four says, "I'm sure. <clears throat> I'm sure." Finally, you hear a, a, a very important sounding voice talking with uh, this one's with Vert, um, and they're speaking about um, uh, azimuth distribution. Yes, the, the arrangement we had previously, azimuth distribution in the fleet, um, it's been in place for many years. Um, we understand you're, you're scaling up your efforts, however, and are in need of more materials and um, supplies. We'd be happy to, to provide for you if we could renegotiate the rates. Um, and Vert's voice, who you recognize, is like, well, yes, yes, um, I'd of course have to get a sign-off from my superiors, but um, I think that sounds quite doable. So, in summary, the three things you got were that strange figures in dark armor made an attempt on the Empress's life. Um, you know that the ascending fortress is in, has been like, you know, basically you found out what happened in our, our um, street magic game it's uh been cracked open to an extent and people are trying to get in including the um junkers guild and you found out that the um that azimuth distribution is trying to arrange um azimuth distribution is arranging to supply increased supplies and material to the azure fleet Whew, exposition all right. Yeah, that's I, I, I'm, it's interesting exposition. I'm taking it all in. I mean, I honestly don't know it yet. Gadget will have to let us know. But yeah, Gadget is 100% inner element, probably like sitting underneath like a tablecloth, like with her like little, uh, you know, <laughs> headphones on and just like with a notepad writing in shorthand. <laughs> As she's listening to three conversations simultaneously. <laughs> all right. So, uh, back to the uh, event. Let's see. Oh, Quell feels really bad. <laughs> um, I think Quell at this point. Okay, so Quell sees what happened, sees that it went kind of tits up, and is like, oh no. Um, but it's also like a little interested and confused that these spirits here. Um, seem to have preferred or seem to have liked this space when it was a uh, Children of the Wire space, Mm -hmm. which just further supports her belief um, that she has about Gadget and about children. Well, Gadget's, you know, they get that machines have spirits. She's like, oh, these spirits must have liked them because they were working with the spirits of machines. Ah, Sam putting it all together, even though that might not be right at all. <laughs> so, um, Quell's like, okay, okay. I can see that the, the mood is going sour and that uh, things are, you know, that, that they could t- potentially take a turn for the worse. So, Quell is going to try to be responsible and clean up the mess that she started. Um. And she's going to be like, if I get weird with it right out here, like, that might not end well. Uh-huh. So Quell is going to go, like, act like she's 
grabbing like some more food to put in the trays to keep serving, mm-hmm. right? But while doing that, she's surreptitiously going to try to commune with these little sand crabs to find out how she can soothe and appease them, um, like what she can do for them, basically. What do they need from her for them to cut the sand crab shit out and stop tripping people at the party? But being crabby is their modem operandi. They They're are. Crabs. They are. And, and, and Quell understands that they don't like what's going on here, but she's kind of hoping she can be like, okay, I get that you guys are mad, like, um, how can I make it up to you? How can I, like, smooth this over? What do you need from me? Like, making deals with them that, uh, like, that we can settle this down for at least a little bit. Mm. So basically you're trying to, this would be, like, trying to reduce the party's ruined clock. Yes. She's okay. she's trying to use her attention. Because, again, she... She at this point one that's her 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 strong point, but two she also is fairly limited in what she can be doing in terms of like serving or food preparation because one of her shoulders is out of commission. Mm-hmm. So I mean, she could be walking around holding like one thing and very carefully balancing it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like chopping one handed. So it's not like it's not that she couldn't assist with that and i'm sure she is assisting with it to some degree but um she's just not going to be uh as handy in that regard as she normally would be being Mm -hmm. essentially one arm down right so you're kind of ducking back into like a um a service hallway or something so that you can kind of commune with these crabs exactly exactly she'll be like oh aller afi i'm uh I'm going to go get some more cougar snake knots. Uh, I'll be, I'll be in just a second. (laughs) And, uh, Eller's like, thanks. Thanks. Um, could you bring some water? I'm parched. I can absolutely find some water somewhere on this desert planet. (laughs) Desert, (laughs) desert land. And Effie's like, maybe if you worked a little bit more frequently, you wouldn't have to worry about getting so tired out. But Aller just pretends not to hurt her. Um, Oh, just fired. I guess they're mad about the crabs too. (laughs) (laughs) So you duck back into the hallway. And yeah, you can go ahead and try to clear your mind for a moment. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this is just risky standard to see if you can uh, attune with the crabs and, and make good on it. Okay. Uh, really, really trying, like trying to get in touch with them and being like very placating and mm-hmm. also very like, uh, let's make a trade. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Where are you, Attune? And I don't know if like Lax can assist me at all. Like show them I'm, I'm, I'm willing to help, but we'll see. All right. Uh, I think. Oh, okay. Hey, (laughs) well, never mind. Uh, so yes, you got a six, a four, a six, and a four. So yeah, I think um you're able to soothe them a little bit, and I think they tell you like you get the feeling that um they just liked the peace and quiet. Um, like you get those feelings of like the warm, you know, place, 
the before they rebuilt it, like there was these nice like uh, windows that the Children of the Wire had that kind of looked like a combination of like you know those ribbons that like old computers use to like connect their hard drives. Um, they look like a combination of that and uh, stained glass. And the crabs really liked like the crab spirits really liked basking in that light. But they moved the um, they moved the windows around so the light isn't as good in here anymore. So they're kind of upset about that. But you're able to reach out to them and say, like, you know, uh, in kind of uh, on behalf of my fellow jerky humans, please forgive us. Yeah. Uh, you know, just give the feeling of uh, like, what, what exactly are you saying to them? Uh, I, or feeling I'm to them. them. I, I am I'm offering empathy and and letting them know that I I understand the frustration and the concern that you can experience when a place that was like a safe haven, a space of comfort gets changed somehow. Um, And I let them know, you know, that one, we'll be out of here soon. But two, um, I tell them that I will find whoever is in charge of this space now. And um, I'm going to make some helpful suggestions about uh, restoring how restoration is very hot these days and how uh, keeping things in their original form, very chic. I will, I tell them I'll find out, I will talk with the person, see if I can try to convince them to put the windows back the way they were. Hmm. Okay. So you get kind of like good nostalgic feelings of home, like in response to that. And you, you take that to mean like a sign that the, the spirits around here are happy with the way you've handled this. Um, Thank goodness. Cleaning up my own messes. And I <laughs> do plan on making good on that. I'm going to find out who's responsible for this space. Okay. And uh, going to see what I can do to convince them. Uh, as you, as you like, kind of stand up, you're probably, like, you know, leaning against the wall or crouching down or something in the back. Um, you actually hear a few voices from down the hall. Um, voices you don't recognize. Um, it seems like they're not aware that you're there. Um, and the the first voice. Let's see. What does what what uh, what does Inishman sound like? Do you think, Augustine? That's a good question. I hadn't put thought into it. It's like a higher um, voice, lower voice. Like, do they have like a reassuring tone or a more threatening one? Sultry voice. <laughs> uh. Sure, let's go with Enishman uh, has a sultry voice, and their pronouns are she, her. Okay. Put on your sexy, sultry voice, <laughs> GM. <laughs> Let me find them so I can write that down uh, before I forget about it, because I'll totally forget otherwise. Where? Oh, here we go. Purple triplets. I have them all under one entry. Uh, Enishman, she, her... Sultry. AF. AF. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, and yeah, you hear you hear a sultry voice from down the hallway saying, and I can count on you for this, right? No, we've always been very good to you and your family. All we need you to do is just take a break. Just don't push yourself like you usually do. Zinc, you try too hard. Think of it as a vacation. And the other voice says, 
Yeah, uh, vacation. Um, but, and then the other voice says, no buts. If you come in first place, there will be problems. Problems for both of us. So just don't come in first place, right? And the other voice responds, yeah, no, no problem. No problem, Ishman. I'll, I'll take care of it. And the other voice responds, there's a good girl. Well, I shouldn't keep you from the party any longer. Um, make sure you stop by the club later. We'll, we'll get some drinks, okay? And uh, voice who is apparently named Zink says, yeah, you got it. I'll, uh, I'll need a little liquid courage for tomorrow, right? And um, as you're like probably busying yourself looking like, you know, hey, you're just going to get somebody some water, right? Um, okay. I would be like, hey, uh, if they see me, I'll be like, do you know where I can find some water? Uh, the caterers are getting pretty thirsty. It's hot out there. <laughs> uh, and Inishman gives you a weird look. The other one's being quiet and just says, I think the kitchen's that way, hon. Uh, Quell looks uh, uh, appropriately embarrassed, but truly did not know, I think, where she was going. So that's okay. It's, it's authentic. Uh-huh. <laughs> And she, you know, just taps past you on her on her heels because, of course, she has heels. She's she's being sultry, um, and uh, Zinc's just kind of like standing there in the corner, quietly wearing her cool jacket. Uh, and I think we'll end there for today. Can I at least make sure that I say now for anyone taking notes that I would definitely bring that to Captain at the appropriate time? Oh my God! He met Zinc Garland. Zinc. <laughs>